Hey there, welcome back to Science Fiction. My name is Salim Sitarwala, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and friend, Carl Ames. Carl, how are you? Good to see you, Salim. It's been uh, a little bit, and uh, welcome welcome back to uh, Science Fiction. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy to, to be here talking about some more stuff, some more Marvel stuff. Lots happened. It has. We haven't, uh, we've had some issues we had like technical issues because my internet was being weird yeah i'm not and looking then, up your nose anymore <laughs> yeah uh and then, and then uh last time we were recording i had to do it on my phone and then last week we were off because of the bears um it's all the bears fault that we had to miss <laughs> conversations on science fiction on movies and stuff but yeah we're back to uh, our regular schedule programming uh, we have a lot of crazy things to talk about. Um, are you excited, though, for uh, Multiverse of Madness? Three o'clock tomorrow. I absolutely am. I've, Can't I've wait. Avoid, yeah, I've, I'm going on Saturday, but I've avoided clicking on any Marvel topics in general trending because some really bad person put a spoiler, apparently. That's what I heard. I haven't seen the spoiler, luckily, because somebody warned me. Uh, mm-hmm. up under like no way home like it wasn't even a doctor strange trend it was a no way of spider-man no way home trend that they put some kind of spoiler that's supposed to be pretty big and yeah they ruined it for a lot of people and that person should probably like get poked in the eye or something because that's just that's just dirty pool <laughs> that's that's bad that's bad behavior like people like that i hate people like that man like like what like what, what do you get out of it like like just go punch yourself in the face. Like, what are you like? Why are you ruining things for everyone else? Uh, but yeah, that was uh, Dude, some people just like to see the world burn, man. I <laughs> guess, man. Like I, I've been, I basically have been avoiding clicking on anything Marvel related because just in case some so that trend is supposed to be under other things too. I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I can wait a week before I click on Marvel stuff again. Like, I haven't even searched. Like, I watched the finale of Moon Knight, and, like, I want, like I didn't even search anything on Moon Knight because I was like, you know what? Just in case. Just in case. I don't want to get, you know, uh, have a spoiler happen. But, yeah. Anyways, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be interesting. Obviously, next week we'll talk about that, um, our thoughts on that movie, and, uh, so the surprise that supposedly is going to be pretty big. I'll be interested to see what that's about. But yeah, let, let's kind of get into our show because we do have uh, we have a lot going on. Uh, a lot of various Marvel and uh, DC EU, so MCU and DC EU updates. Uh, just various stuff that figured we would we would hit that up. Um, before we because there's obviously so much going on in general this this spring and summer with marvel and dc and uh we're gonna have so much things to talk about but uh the first things first they had announced that the marvels and ant-man and the wasp the quantumania uh are going to switch dates so ant-man will open february 17 2023 and the Marvels will open July 28, 2023. So they're just kind of switching it up. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I, don't, I don't have like any like in-depth 
because I don't think they gave any real reason for it. I mean, of course, it could be reshoots in mind, uh, in particular for Marvel, since that's the one that's getting delayed. It could have something to do with um, just the way they want information presented, um, just like how um, this Thor trailer took so long for it to come out. But one of the reasons why is because they were waiting for Moon Knight to get people more interested and more knowledgeable about gods and uh, other things and just the the whole setup and the whole plan and stuff so it could just be uh what makes more sense to to have ant-man uh whatever is in ant-man uh we you know like kang right we we know that much that's pretty much all we know about ant-man is going to have kang in it and uh if that's more relevant to their future plans uh which is it's like slightly not off topic but like related news uh we it didn't make a slide for it but at the CinemaCon, which is like half of what we're talking about the CinemaCon, kevin faye uh said that they have the next 10 years of marvel planned out uh, like or at least uh, they're going to be very soon so they know what movies that they are wanting and intending to make for the next 10 years uh so maybe they're like hey you know what that makes just more sense for Quantumania to come out before the Marvels and whatever whatever it is is in those movies. Yeah, I actually heard I was actually reading it saying that uh, Ant Man was just further along in production process. Yeah, so that's why they're. I think it's interesting because for the most part, the Ant Man movies have kind of been standalones in a sense. Like there's just like small parts that interwind interwine with like the rest of the MCU and stuff but like when you consider the Ant-Man movies they haven't really been like the plots of the movie hasn't really uh outside of the last one with with the um quantum quantum realm really hasn't interacted with the rest of the MCU so like you have to wonder obviously maybe the oh, things will change because of King the Conqueror is going to be supposedly or he is confirmed to be in in Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. Um, so maybe that's going to be like where they start bringing more of the uh, implications to the rest of the MCU, more so with Ant-Man and the Wasp not at, at, than they have previously. But it was interesting to me, like maybe they weren't really concerned with any timelines or anything so they just said you know what you guys are further ahead so we'll just put you out first instead of making you guys wait so yeah it'll be interesting maybe that was nothing rumor or as far as the reasons i should say the production process being quicker or maybe that's the actual reason actually is the actual reason but yeah it'll be it's gonna be fun seeing yeah 10 years that's that's pretty that's pretty great i mean when you think about it it makes sense because when they obviously with fantastic four uh, and the mutants coming in, I'm sure they have like a thorough plan for what they want to do with the mutants. And I wouldn't be surprised if bulk of that, bulk of those ten years has something to do with mutant movies. It better. Like, <laughs> like, well, you could say like, you know, like I think I don't know if I, I think I had talked to you about this before, but a part of me like kind of wants to leave the X Men separate from. It's because they can do so many things with X-Men and mutants just on their own as opposed to intertwining with, like, the Avengers. But then I also think, like, you know, they have to, ha like, somehow be related, like, connected somehow. 
but it's just interesting. Like, like I said, you know, because they have so many storylines. I don't know how if they'll try to redo Phoenix just because Phoenix Saga has been done so many times. Maybe MCU, but you know what? We're just going to step away from that. Yeah, they'll probably stuff. wait a little bit longer on that. But yeah, I, I totally agree. You, as long as they don't do the whole uh, like the Spider Man approach of it and like kind of oversaturate him with the MCU. Uh, with the whole Iron Man and Doctor Strange and uh, all of these other characters just jumping in there uh, and then him jumping into everything else. Like, I would not want that for the X-Men. Absolutely. Like, I don't want them to be the way they were with the Fox movies where they are actually separate, but I do want them to have their own... Because that's how I always viewed the comics where I could just read X-Men comics and... I know Captain America and Iron Man and Hulk are in the same universe, but they don't really come over across the street where the X-Men are. And the X-Men don't really, everyone stays in their lane every once in a while. Hey, Tony, what's going on? Or you just stay over there and mind your business, like sort of stuff. And that's how I've always viewed X-Men comics up until uh, basically X-Men versus Avengers that's right. and, yeah and like even like anytime that they do have major crossovers it's usually like the standalone like Wolverine, when wolverine does his solo stuff you'll see more so crossover with other mcu or like with spider-man um with um captain america and all that other stuff but like for the most part like yeah you said like the x-men are just in their own thing because of the whole um mutants versus humans uh, stuff it kind of you know because like obviously the other the other marvel heroes are not mutants they're humans so i mean not to say that they're against the x-men but it's kind of there is a dividing like line you know between their worlds in a sense so yeah it's it's interesting it'll be interesting to see what mcu does like if they will really you know do it similarly to the comics where they'll kind of keep it separate. Obviously they'll have some interchangeable stuff depending on the characters, but yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to find out. Um, speaking of fantastic four, uh, some, I was disappointed to hear this. That's because John Watts has been really good director for MCU. Um, he did a great job at Spider-Man no way home. Uh, but, they're saying that John Watts decided to drop out of directing Fantastic Four. Uh, what what were your original thoughts when you heard about that? Like, what went to your mind? Well, he's he's saying he's dropping out because not for any dramatic reasons or any creative differences or any type of exaggerated things like that. It's just more that he's tired. He's um, he's directed all of the Spider-Man MCU movies that's homecoming far from home and no way home. And he's still for what we understand uh, is slated to direct the next Spider-Man movie. Um, So him doing all of that, plus the fantastic four, he was going to, but it looks like he's just, he just wants a break and he is tired. That's all. And um, there's, there's nothing else. Uh, to really read into it for that i mean sure i've enjoyed the the last three spider-man movies i don't think they're amazing i mean no way home yes but um 
not to say that I know exactly what a Fantastic Four movie would have been with John Watts's direction. That's hard to say, but in the very least, um, I do have faith uh, that Marvel will find a good director to take up the helm because I'm I'm sure there's plenty of people that really love the Fantastic Four and would love to see them adapted well within the MCU with all of the 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 characters that are at their disposal as opposed to previous versions of uh, the Fantastic Four movies where they didn't have that luxury. Um, but yeah, it, it is it's a little sad, but it's not it's not like I don't think it's a huge loss. I'm just glad he's dropping out now before any like casting happens or at least right we don't we don't know I mean publicly at least if anyone's casted uh, before any sort of clear directions being made they can get someone still it's still very early in the process right and and to your point so there was a quote from marvel heads like kevin fahey and luis uh diasposito uh said in a statement collaborating with john on the spider-man films has been a true pleasure we were looking forward to continuing our work with him to bring the fantastic four into the mcu but understand that and are supportive of his reasons for stepping away we are optimistic that we will have opportunity to work together again at some point down the road. So obviously that open that leaves it open that obviously that he will be back at some point, and like you said, probably to do uh, Spider Man four, um, that which which has been weird, like has been confirmed, and then they've kind of been coy about it, and then I don't know. I'm sure it's going to get made at some point. I'm just hoping it's not too long. Like I hope they don't wait like four years before. They decide to bring that out at like, but we'll see. But yeah, like I was, I was just slightly disappointed just because like I liked his work and I really want Fantastic Four obviously to be great because it's been such a disaster <laughs> the last few times we've seen it. So like it would, it would have been nice to know like okay, well we know this guy is a good director, so that's at least good to see but obviously mcu does a good job in general and maybe maybe they'll go to like sam sam raimi and you know because obviously with um multiverse of madness supposedly being so good maybe he's gonna open his way and and you know he'll get an opportunity to direct something else with them as well uh but yeah i mean like i said you know it's it's good to hear that it's not for like creative reasons it's just like you know i just want to break and and like you also said, it's good that he's doing it right now as opposed to like let's say they were in like post like pre production process and they're like, oh, or or even like in the middle of filming, that would be even worse. Like you'd say, I don't want to do this anymore. It's like, well, like, this is not good. Like we can't yeah. have another we can't have another disaster fantastic four. What is going on? Yeah, I don't want it to be like Zack Snyder dropping out of Justice League and that right. whole thing. Right, exactly. So yeah, it's like I said, it's it's semi disappointing just because of the fact that we're it's like marvel mcu fans have familiarity with him and 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 we're all dying for a good uh fantastic four movie so we'll be i'm more interested now to see when they finally decide who is gonna play who in the fantastic four and maybe that maybe that's one of the big surprises maybe that we'll find out in dr strange maybe that's gonna be like uh, something that we find out like oh these guys are gonna play fantastic four or their variants or whatever like some form of them um will be interesting it'll be interesting but uh moving on uh so venom three 
and I guess Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, obviously, Ghostbusters is not part of MCU. That's we're not we're not breaking any news here that Ghostbusters <laughs> is part of MCU or Marvel in general. Uh, but yeah, th- those are uh, uh, those have been in works at Sony. Um, they basically have announced that they're making sequels at CinemaCon um, in Las Vegas. That they announced that they were doing these things. Um, I don't. I know you didn't watch Afterlife uh, right. when we had talked about it, uh, and you were a lukewarm maybe on Venom three, uh, Venom two. I think like you thought it was okay, but nothing spectacular. If I remember correctly, yeah, that's about right. Sure. Yeah, so I mean, it's not surprising that they're doing a third one. Obviously, with Sony, right? Uh, milking these Spider-Man movies, which we'll be talking about another one in a little bit, but <laughs> very short. Uh, yeah, um, they're milking these Spider-Man characters. So obviously, with and the way they ended Spider-Man Two with um, uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, Carnage's son. Um. I forget. I can't remember on top of my head. But yeah, Toxin? they're Toxin, that's right. Uh he's gonna be obviously more likely uh, uh in Spider-Man or Venom 3. Who knows what they're gonna do? Maybe maybe they'll do something goofy again, like what they did with uh the the, the post credits teaser and uh Morbius. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> we don't we don't we're we're not gonna talk about that right now because that'll just annoy us. <laughs> Yeah, but that's uh, like that's the thing about like I mean, get back to me not really caring about Venom too much. I mean, we had the first movie which had uh, what was his name the 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 antagonist in the first movie. Oh yeah, um, see, I always I always forget. forget it. I always forget the, all of the different symbiotes names. But the whole point is that yeah. the whole the whole franchise right now is just revolving around the symbiotes. Uh, having Carnage, like Carnage is inevitable. He's the icon, iconic villain of all of them, and we definitely needed to have him in Venom movies. But all of the other symbiotes uh, don't really need to show up and be the only opposing force with within the Venom movies because it's getting kind of bland, right? We had right. the first one, the second one, and now mm-hmm. the third one's going to have another one in. And, it, and it's like, okay, can he have other villains that are not symbiote-based? Can he have something else? I mean, I know you can't do <laughs> Spider-Man, or at least you're trying to get some sort of Spider-Man going. Uh, figure that part out instead of adding another movie with another symbiote villain that he has to eat at the end and it's like okay like i've already written half of the next movie in just this last sentence so i'm like can we get something that's a little bit more interesting than this you have this wide range of characters to pull from and you choose el muerto to be the next movie which is going to segue into the next section that w- that sony has announced that uh, yeah, they're making a, a a movie off a character called El Muerto, and it's going to be played by uh, Bad Bunny, whoever that is. I don't know. That's oh, <laughs> that's a that's a music artist. Yeah, um, I mean, so I'm just he's, I'm just saying. I Bad don't Bunny know. Who is, he is. Uh, it's yeah, it's um. So his name is uh, Benito Antonio Martinez Oshio Ocasio. 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 
So yeah, Bad Bunny is his uh, stage name, his rapping name, or whatever, if you have it. Right. So Bad Bunny is, uh, or excuse me, El Muerto. I'm not gonna like. I don't want to speak disrespectfully to Bad Bunny because I again I don't know who he is. Music could be amazing. It could be terrible. That's not really the point here. Um, so he could be a great actor, or a terrible actor. I have absolutely no idea his prowess or history, or expertise or skill. Uh, the character Bad Bun, or excuse me, the character El Muerto, uh, the one on the left with the uh, Lucha Libre mask choking out Spider-Man. The character has been in literally two comic books in this entire character history and that was like 20 his 20 ish years ago give or take he's not been seen in marvel comics in the last 20 years again been total two comic books and now he's getting his own movie thanks to sony and whoever had the great idea so i i do wonder if there's part of uh, uh if bad bunny approached sony and said hey i'd love to be in a movie and you know, a Latino superhero, that would be cool sort of thing. And then they just kind of settled on El Muerto or if, because this is, you know, uh, as, as long as nothing pops up before this movie comes out, if it actually happens, uh, this would be the first Hispanic uh, superhero, assuming he's going to be a hero because he is kind of a villain in the comics, but, Maybe they position him as a hero. So he would be the first one in live action. If that's Sony's angle, that's really admirable, I think, and great in general. But they could have gone with Miles Morales. They could, you know, he's half Puerto Rican and half black. So that would have worked. They could have gone with Miguel O'Hara. That's Spider Man 2099. That would have worked. But for whatever reason, they're picking El Muerto, and I don't know. The, I'm dumbfounded on what direction that they're going. Yeah, like I was trying to read, um, um, what do you call it? The the uh, backstory on him, um, and it's basically like his the mask essentially gives them the, this this power and it's like a family passed down from father like family to generations and and essentially what happens is like in like his father wants to give the mask to him but before he can do that um he has to uh like challenge like um fight like this character called El Dorado, El Dorado. Mm-hmm. And the and the character Juan Carlos Estrada, the son of uh Marcus Estrada, like the father who's passing this mask to Juan, he gets he's frightened to fight him. And El Dorado is basically gonna kill Juan, but uh Marcus steps in the way and saves his son's life and basically then El Dorado tells Juan, that look, since the respect of your father, I'm going to give you 10 years. You, and, and in 10 years, what you have to do is um, fight another masked like person and unmask them and, and on live or whatever, or you will die type of ultimatum. And then eventually what he ends up doing is 
Um, he he eventually ends up saving like Jonah Jameson and John Jameson, and then has Jonah set up like a match between him and Spider Man, where he is going to fight Spider Man and unmask him. And the costume that Spidey's wearing here looks kind of like the uh, Iron Spider costume. Mm-hmm. So it looks like, and I was reading like, so they were like, when they're fighting, I guess Spidey like hits him with some kind of one of his venom. And I don't remember Spider-Man having regular Spider-Man. Like I haven't really read a lot of the new, new stuff. Um, So like, I don't remember him having like venom and maybe he did in the Iron Man's Iron Spider. Yeah, this costume. was before Civil War, right before right. he's wearing that. And he has a whole bunch of stuff. He doesn't even, he's still like really relatively new to having this suit. So there's things he doesn't know the suit can do as well as he doesn't have the fighting prowess that he does now because this is before he trained with uh, Shang-Chi because he gave him the ability, like his own spider martial arts. So when he's fighting El Morto, El Morto is still, you know, he's a seasoned fighter as far as wrestling goes. And then he has the power up in the suit. So he actually is holding his own against Spider-Man who's just kind of normally flails about and has uses his powers and his intelligence but he's not a great fighter but in general yeah like stuff like that happens and yeah and like this is sad and and i guess like you know they he somehow so he but spider-man defeats him and then and then eldorado is going to kill him at the hospital or something but then spider-man saves him from that blah 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 so i was just reading that i was like okay i mean is there like a much more to this backstory um, I mean, like his, I mean, show his powers is like enhanced strength, endurance, agility, uh, durability when he wears the El Morto mask. Uh, he's a skilled fighter, like you said, the luchadore um, fighting style, wrestling style, I should say. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I didn't even know when you just said there was like he's been in two comic books. Like, what? <laughs> They're making a movie out of a character that was in two comic books? What's going on here? Sony, come on, man. Mm, it hasn't appeared in any comic book. <laughs> like, I imagine if this movie actually happens, uh, which I hope it does not, but if it actually happens, I'd imagine Marvel will write more comic books. They'll so have them release around the time that uh, this, the movie comes out. But uh still that's just like someone comment when i reacted to this on twitter someone commented um and said because i said this is like a terrible idea and they said that sony has to uh keep making movies with spider-man characters to keep the license and i'm like i didn't respond to him but it's still at the same time like yeah that's true but they haven't been struggling to make spider-man movies like they've been making them They've been making Morbius and Venom. They don't need to make El Muerto. Like, right. It's not like we need to make this El Muerto or we'll lose the Spider-Man license. That's not the case at all. This is just a terrible idea. Uh, again, my personal opinion, terrible idea and a waste of money. Uh, unless they really, really feel like they got something special uh, with Bad Bunny and that he'll bring in an audience. Um yeah, I, I really, I don't, I don't have any desire to, to even, uh, to, to watch it, uh, unless like you know we're still doing this. Obviously, I'll have to watch this movie to critique it. But if it wasn't for science fiction, I would totally pass on this. Right, and um, 
as far as like maybe they'll just create their own entire story like maybe sony's gonna just take complete uh creative privileges and just be, you know create a whole new story they'll have for to because they won't have I mean, yeah <laughs> no correct not not only not have spider-man but like like you said, even if Mar- maybe Marvel doesn't even need to make new comics for him, they'll just create their own storyline, and they're just taking the basis of the character because, I mean, there is a market for obviously a a, a Hispanic superhero, definitely no doubt about Absolutely. that. Um, so maybe they're trying to beat like DC to it because obviously DC is doing the Jaime Reyes with right, um, yeah, Blue Beetle. So maybe they're trying to beat like Warner Brothers, uh, which we'll get into later. But um, to the to the punch there in that market, I don't know. It's 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 bizarre. Like it is. It's pretty bizarre, and I don't know. We'll see what they do. Like like I said, maybe who knows if it gets into pre production. I mean, it just kind of just announced that he's going to play it, but it could it could go nowhere. If they mm. don't really find anything, but who knows? So at the same time, Sony could just be doing it to milk as much money as they they can out of Spider Man. Any you know any character that soon they're gonna have a movie about the uh, newspaper stand guy that Spider Man saved. <laughs> that, that that's that's you know a random a random character in in, this, in a, a Spider Man singular comic book that has no real name. Or anything, but my, uh, uh, Sony's gonna, you know, create a complete background for that newspaper stand guy. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, related to CinemaCon, they did show off footage for Craven the Hunter. So oh, they did. The, like, I don't think there's any that leaked out. At least I haven't been looking because I don't look for that anymore. No, yeah, but they did I've heard show a lot. Some. No, yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off there, but no, yeah. I've heard a lot of stuff that apparently at Comic Con. Um, or whatever you called it. I'm sorry. CinemaCon. Uh, CinemaCon, sorry. Yeah, that they were like, um, they had like, um, shiz, uh, what do you call it? Black uh, Adam and some other stuff too that they showed like a preview for. So it will be interesting when they release that to the general public. But, yep, that's enough from El Muerto. I don't have really any other thoughts on that. Um, Done. Oh, no. Another another MCU uh, news uh, that broke just yesterday or the day before yesterday, I think I had saw I had seen it. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy three set photos reveals Guardians new Marvel costumes. Um, basically, the new uniforms. So, all the few throw those on. Uh, so you see the. So, if you go back to the other picture first. So yeah, so it shows Nebula, and it shows Peter Quill, um, Star Lord. Uh, these other characters, I think they're just uh, they're supposed to be probably from this planet. I forget what they're called. There's like a race of, um, I forget in the comics. I think I remember that, but I just can't remember the names of that race. It's just like uh, um, I can't remember on top of my head, but. Yeah, so the costumes, though, the the new uniforms that the Guardians will wear are actually a classic Marvel uh, comics design, one that some of the fans have been, like, wanting for a long time to see. uh, And the costumes are direct adaptations of that iconic uniform from the comics uh, adapted from a 2008 series from Dan 
uh, Abnett and Andy Lanings, Lanings, I should say. So you can see the comics version uh, if you flip back to the other picture, although yeah, so that shows basically the if you, that's a direct copy of their um, the costume. So that's what they're going with uh, for the new movie. They're, they're adapting more to the comic book. Uh, I guess we're finding more and more about the Guardians. And it's supposed to be their last movie, or at least the last of how this current Guardians is going to be. Like, there's going to be a new probably Guardians after that, as far as the team construct is concerned. I, I do like the um, this version of these costumes. Like, when I think of Guardians, I do think of the like everyone in a very fairly uniform blue with the, the red stripes and all of that um costumes because i mean i again I never read guardians in the comics but when i heard of them it was around that annihilation storyline uh in the comics and they were wearing this uh these uniforms and the groot has one as well he has a full-on suit as well so i really i don't think we're going to see that because he's still kind of uh the teenage Groot. i don't think he's going to be aged up enough to be full-on uh, tall group, which is I sidetrack. I still think it's kind of sad that we're still messing around with teenage Groot. Like he's technically not the same one from the first Guardians movie, and that uh, he still hasn't grown up to be tall, big Groot again. Like I, we only had that group for one movie. But um, anyway, the uh, yeah, <laughs> like I said, like I said uh, the costumes I really like those um, in general, and I prefer them over what what they've had in the movies so far, just in general. Uh, but you know, they're all still really good looks, and hopefully, we see Gamora um, wearing. Well, uh, she's not going to wear what in that picture. She's not going to wear that. Uh, right, so Donna's not going to wear that, but. Uh, find something for for uh gamora that'd be fun right yeah so it'll be interesting um kind of visualize what you know the changes they're making but yeah that's uh that's it for like the mcu related stuff uh we're gonna kind of move into more dc uh the future of dc movies and tv uh, there's gonna be there's supposed to be a big overhaul because of the merger with Warner Brothers and Discovery. Um, so now it's called, I guess, Warner Brothers Discovery. That's what they're called. Um, and essentially, the owner of Warner Brothers, uh, the new owner, I should say, David Zaslav. Um, you know, reportedly they want to do a significant overhaul of DC films and and properties, TV properties, the so films and TV properties, and essentially that means like the formation of DC getting its own studios, uh, and, and uh, for the comics, kind of in the same vein like Marvel Studios has, and then they want to find their own Kevin Feige to run it. Um, obviously, they tried doing that with Zack Snyder, but that was an abomination because Zack Snyder is awful at his job. Um, that's my opinion, at least. <laughs> but yeah, so they wanna they wanna do that, like you know, do a whole multimedia projects and kind of have more structure the way uh, the way MCU is doing it. Obviously, they probably won't be like copying MCU and the tone and everything of the movies and stuff, but it would make sense to. Maybe, but I mean, I think it would make, like, I don't, 
like the the stuff they've done with like Peacemaker and stuff, I think that's fine. Like the tone is fine. Like you just have to have like structure. Mm-hmm. It's not about it's not about the tone of the movie. It's about how the plot and structure of the of the movies and how they connect to each other. It just it can't be random stuff, and you can't just like try to introduce characters all at once into um one like movie right like you you like the justice league when we watched the first justice league they were introducing like all these characters just randomly into the like you know aquaman um cyborg flash and it's like man these are two big characters who just introduce like that you have to have background stories on them like obviously comic book fans know who they are and know like the ins and outs of the characters and their storylines but like the casual viewers don't really know a lot about them and you can't just put in random like um you know subplots and things that only comic book readers would understand it's like dude come on you gotta have some you gotta have some sense in this whole process but yeah that they're they're looking to do that it'll be interesting as far as what how that works out like what are your thoughts in general with hearing all this well i uh i agree with uh what matt Matthew said there, like they should get Jim Lee or Jonathan Hitman to be their fight. And I actually am still very much surprised that they, especially someone like Jim Lim, Jim Lee specifically, or um, Scott Snyder, uh, like some of their writers, like some of their more Jeff Johns, prolific writers and prolific parts of DC Comics. I'm surprised that they have been not being like spearheads within the the dc uh, movie landscape because i fully i I don't know maybe i'm mistaken um or something like that uh but i thought for sure that um that was going to happen um remind me we actually skipped spider-man in there because i think uh we have to come back and talk about spider-man i'm I'm looking at that um but spider-man yeah, remember I sent the email with that Spider-Man. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll oh. come back to, yeah, we'll come back to that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that there isn't more like in, even involvement with like sure that they've been like helping with writing and stuff like that and art and things like that. But I would think that more DC uh, writers and just passionate DC fans that are like heavily involved with producing DC stuff would be more interested in navigating the space for the entire landscape of the live action because yeah you got uh three different batmans right now you have mm-hmm. superman has been absent from movies in like what 10 years maybe more uh as far as a solo movie goes you got right uh harley quinn who's got a better animated version than the live action version not to say that the live action isn't any good but the appearances of harley quinn in suicide squad versus um the uh, birds of prey versus the suicide squad it's like yes she's the only reason why those movies are even respectable but at the same time like I think Birds of Prey was a failure. Um, I think it was just not good enough. And yeah, it, I didn't it, think it, much as, of it. Yeah, as as much as I want to be behind, and as, trust me, I love me some female-led movies and and characters and stuff. But 
that movie was just it missed the mark it wasn't good enough and uh suicide squad the first one was she was the only good thing out of it um and, and it's just all over the place you have several different jokers going on you have walking phoenix you have jared leto and you have um the new one with within the batman i can't remember his name right now like it's it's all over the place and it's hard for someone that's casual to understand that you know earth one earth two earth prime earth whatever all of this different stuff uh that they have going on because they do it in the comics and that's great um but even that is is almost like a reflection of the comics in in a perfect way and also in the exact mess that it is and that the comics have all of these different earths with these different uh versions of characters but also they've gotten rid of it because they wanted to consolidate it and then they brought it back because people missed the different versions and then they got rid of it and it's gone back and forth over and over again and they're doing the same thing with the movies and it's just all of a, it's just a mess right so yeah i mean like like you said calling it a mess is you know spot on as far as um what they're what they're been doing with with the dc universe or whatever um and yeah, I mean, Margot Robbie. Is, I, I like Margot Robbie as a Harley Quinn. I think she did a really good job at and that character. But like I said, you know, the first Suicide Squad was a disaster. Um, the second one was b- good, uh, but like her standalone, like or technically standalone, like with that Birds of Prey, it was. I like. I just. It didn't really. Yeah, I was bored with the movie. I was like, this is okay. I mean, it, what is this? It's whatever. Like obviously they're trying to have her separate from the Joker because the Jared Leto Joker was such a joke and a disaster in itself. So they were trying to, uh, and and Harley Quinn was well received. So they were trying to, you know, carry on the Harley Quinn storylines. But yeah, they couldn't really go anywhere with it. So you know, we'll see. And I mean, speaking of, uh, I don't know if you have more thoughts on this, but I mean, speaking uh, on on the DC uh, redo. But speaking of disasters, Ezra Miller was arrested again for assault for a second time in Hawaii. Um, so, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with the Flash now? Like, are they? I know there was that talk about them meeting about his future um, with with Warner Brothers and DCU as the Flash, uh, and and then and then there someone released a statement saying that that were that was not true. But with with them doing this overhaul, it might it could make sense. I mean, I don't know how far they are in the movie, like as far as being done with it, because obviously it got pushed again um, a couple of months back. They pushed it like uh, like an, an entire year. Yeah. Uh, so I don't summer. know how. Yeah. So I don't know how much they're even done filming um, the movie. So who knows what what are like. Could they even scrap it entirely? Like, I don't know. Um, I I feel like they have so much writing on this movie with the whole um, Michael Keaton Batman thing and, you know, him uh, seemingly going to be the replacement for Ben Affleck's Batman. Uh, again, we don't know exactly how they're going to be doing all of this stuff. But this now, like, having... if. 
like I, I don't remember us talking about it officially on on stream on camera but uh, i think after the first arrest a month ago they had this uh, emergency meeting at, at dc to talk about ezra miller and his future and and what to do about him or whatever i don't remember if we actually said that on camera but that's like a thing that happened uh, about a month ago and then he got arrested again this 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 is the second arrest was a couple of weeks ago um so i don't know if there's <laughs> if he's gonna get any more fights uh of course uh well, but he probably will he'll he get in trouble will. Yeah. He just you know something else in happen uh, in hawaii i don't know what's going on in hawaii what are they serving in the drinks down there but uh <laughs> like yeah, it's it's clearly he's he's got he's got some some issue in Hawaii. I mean, they need to make sure he gets up out of there so he can start uh, filming this movie again and 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 get things back on track. Uh, whether or not they keep him, because again, I know a lot of people would like to see Grant Gustin of the 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 movie or the TV verse to replace him, and I think that's workable i've never liked the way grant gustin looked in the flash suit on the tv show so hopefully with a movie budget they can give him something that looks good and it looks good on his in particular his head um and make that look better but uh in general the the whole this whole situation is just like i i don't know what to do like again we don't know how far this movie is along if they were to recast him would that be a huge detriment is the reason why they delayed it because they're rewriting the movie and they have to reshoot scenes anyway. Cause if that's the case, then a recasting wouldn't matter because they have to reshoot scenes, you know? Um, so I, I, you know, it's hard to say unless we're like directly in there and knowing right. but, what they're planning. But I think the, the reshoots were done or announced before like the first arrest happened. Right, that's like what I'm saying. Were, like, if they were going to do reshoots anyway, and they uh, are right. going to recast them, then it doesn't matter if it's Ezra Miller or somebody else because they have to do the right, reshoots. Right, 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 right. And I think they're yeah, they they were like adding more Batman scenes supposedly, like with Ben Affleck. So I don't okay. know. Like, it's it's you know when when you're hearing all this stuff, it's so confusing. It just kind of kind of just confusing. Like you said, we were hearing that they, like with the Warner Brothers Discovery, they want to do overall. But you know, there's still all these movies planned that are coming out um, with various different things. Like you know, we're we're gonna be talking about Aquaman here, Aquaman two, in a little bit. That's another movie. Obviously, the Aquaman one did really well in theaters. I think the overall movie was that. Like I thought it was entertaining. It wasn't anything fantastic overall, but like I thought it was entertaining and like highest grossing DCEU movie. Right, and just Jason Momoa is just a, it's just he's just like we've mentioned multiple times. He's a huge draw, and like you know, he's he's a fun actor and in general. So like, um, it makes sense that you know they want to continue that him as Aquaman. I don't know what would happen, but if they did like an overhaul, would they still keep him? It would make sense to keep him because he's so popular. Uh, in general, it wouldn't like, but again, like I said, you know, what are, what are they going to do with, you know, it, it just, it just goofy. It's so goofy. But like I said, you know, with, with Aquaman 2, they, like, it looks like they're going to introduce, um, oh, before, sorry, I, I did want to mention something about the Flash. You said, uh, uh, Gustafson, uh, uh, as far as him being Flash, I actually like his Barry Allen a lot better than Ezra Miller's. Like, 
Ezra Miller is very like he doesn't really act like Barry Allen. Like he's too goofy. Um, I like I like the way um, Gus acts acts as Barry Allen. He's because Barry Allen's not like like an immature. He's a very mature, like stable person, like a logical person. Like he's he's not like you know this awkward you know teenager. Like that's essentially what Ezra Miller portrays, like an awkward teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I like I like the way uh, Gustafson portrays Barry Allen better. I think he's been like a good Barry Allen. Um, and obviously with CW, which we'll get into later, but they don't really have the production to really do a lot of the stuff that you know you want to see. But yeah, I had um, always yeah, wondered like- that about um, Barry Allen too, because I don't have any comic book history or watching TV shows or any kind of knowledge on Barry. So my first Barry was uh, was uh, the, the Justice League version, and I'm like, oh okay. I'm like, okay, that just seems wrong for his character, like him acting all uh, weird. And like, I get the energetic part because, you know, he's a flash. He's all over the place. Like, that's cool. Um, Like, it makes sense. But in general, like, it doesn't feel like Barry Allen, even though I know literally nothing about Barry Allen. It still doesn't feel like Barry Allen. Right. It wasn't. Like like I said, Grant Grant Gustafson does a much better job as Barry Allen. Like, that's what Barry Allen's supposed to be like. If you've ever watched any of the CW Flash shows, um, I mean, it, I, I, it, it, I don't know what it's like right now because I stopped watching it. Um, um, I want to say a couple of years back, just because like I kind of got to a point where I just wasn't watching a lot of network television anymore. Um, but yeah, I, I got to a point where I just didn't want to watch those anymore. But yeah, but he, like I said, he, the Flash show was really good. And he's yeah definitely acts more like how Barry Allen should act um, in general. So yeah, um, definitely yeah. So we'll moving on like I said, Aquaman two. Uh, it was and they're introducing Arthur Curry's son uh, in here. Um, as far as um, Arthur Curry, like you know, the, he's supposed to be like a, apparently a big um, part of. The movie too, like a significant like uh, part of, w- of what they want to do in Aquaman too, um, and uh, kind of sh- introducing him. So I was like Arthur Curry Jr. Essentially, that's his Arthur Curry son's name. So that's interesting. Note, you know, like we mentioned, they're they're continuing on with Aquaman, and Aquaman obviously is such a big hit uh, with uh, Jason Momoa. And the first movie, like I said, I know No Man mentioned like he really enjoyed the movie. Um, I, I mean, I, th- I mean, I think it got mixed reviews. I think there's a, a lot of people that thought it was good. Like I said, I thought it was entertaining. Um, um, but yeah, it may, like I said, it makes sense they want to continue it. And you know, it's interesting that you know they're they're adding uh, his son into this because obviously that means you know they didn't. I can't remember like did they end it? the first one with them getting married they were just kind of together right not like yeah, i don't think they were married yet, right yeah right so. yeah so so i guess obviously a lot a lot of time will pass since i'm assuming years will pass since um or maybe a couple of years who knows how long did you know technically have to have that many years pass to have a kid together um but yeah uh that's supposed to be part of the storyline for aquaman too not there's not other a lot of details involved or known but that's part of 
um, what's going to be in Aquaman 2. And, uh, uh, any thoughts? Oh, yeah, I don't have any thoughts, no. Uh, but lastly, with uh, DC stuff, um, right. getting back into uh, the whole discussion with the restructuring, uh, at least I think it's related that um, the Legends of Tomorrow and the Batwoman shows have both been canceled. And uh, as of right now, uh, Flash is still supposedly having another season, but it's kind of a rumor that it's going to be a really short one. I believe they said that Grant Gustin has like is talking about or trying to negotiate a shortened contract for the next season. So they like it's leading to believe that the Flash is also going to get canceled as well. But officially, Legends of Tomorrow and Batwoman have both been canceled. So that only leaves the Flash and the Superman and Lois show. Um, the uh, are the only things that are left on the CW. And it's they've both been going on. Uh, they've all been going on. I think what Batwoman is like three seasons. Legends of Tomorrow, uh, I don't know, maybe seven. Like five or seven. It's been that long. Oh, maybe like, no. I'm thinking Flash is seven seasons. Seven, yeah, I think Flash is seven, and they're going on season eight. And I think right. Legends of Tomorrow is like four or five seasons. But right. like it's been a while. It's been a long time, and a lot of people like yourself, they like you started watching, you dropped off. Some people don't even realize that they were still going. Uh, we've all kind of evolved in how we watch all of this uh, comic book content, and especially in the the days of Disney Plus with all of the Marvel Studios stuff and all of it being. Uh, related to the MCU and all connected and stuff. Sure, technically, uh, Legends of Tomorrow and Arrowverse and all of that stuff is connected because it's all connected for DC with the the, the Crisis on Infinite Earths storyline. But it's not really connected. It is, but it's not, you know? And people kind of want more. And also, uh, you have with this restructuring and stuff like that, I believe this uh, DC entertainment uh, that, that they believe they want to sell off the CW. So once that happens that, you know, they wouldn't have any access to the shows uh, regardless. And then I don't think they want uh, anyone that is uh, potentially going to buy the CW wants to be able to start off fresh. So it just kind of leaves up in the air what's going to happen with Superman and Lois, if that's going to continue, if that's going to get moved over to HBO Max, which is where uh, DC is trying to grow their TV space with Peacemaker and um, the whole Batman uh, shows with the Arkham show, the Penguin show, all of that's going to be on HBO Max. So everything is going towards being more connected to and more centralized uh just like in this conversation just trying to be more focused uh and everything on the cw is just kind of off a little off so i mean that's my opinion of it at least yeah i mean like you know there as far as like the the, the overhaul like i'm sure that you're right. That probably is part of it. Like they want to take those shows and put them on like HBO Max and do their own thing with the characters. But I think, like you say, you know, they like that. Like various reasons why, see, like these shows are kind of 
getting canceled and not doing as well because like the, the incre- increasing like complexity of the shows, like the internet interconnecting narratives, large casts that have been like cited as something that has discouraged a lot of casual fans to want to even watch. Um, like further separation from the actual DCEU, like this Arrowverse has nothing to do with um, what they're doing with the HBO Max Warner Brothers side with all the DC you uh, Justice League movies and all that stuff that they have going on there. And basically all of that has kind of frustrated fans and made the ratings low. Really the ratings is a big reason why they, you know, they're just another big reason why they're just, you know, scrapping it. Like Flash, like the 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 next season that they're doing is supposed to be shortened season. Like it's supposed to be the last season, but it's gonna be shortened. It's not even gonna be like a full season. So and like you said, Lois and I haven't watched the Superman Lois and Clark either. Um I haven't I don't know if it's good. Like I don't I haven't really asked anyone if it's good, but yeah, maybe they'll end that quickly too because like obviously they're cutting all these out you know they had black lightning ended um what was the other one i think supergirl you had mentioned that ended um they're obviously a movie already mentioned batwoman and legends of tomorrow ending they had all these different ones they had uh, another star girl that it's not going to be going out anymore i don't think anymore i didn't, didn't uh, i feel like that one moved to hbo but maybe it's just the oh, did it? maybe it might be the previous seasons but I, I can't remember but just like to that point though uh like doom patrols on hbo titans is on hbo and they just it makes more sense to get more subscribers hbo max and get more uh connected in bigger budgets like too because like again like all of the flash and arrow stuff the stuff is really low cost uh as far as you know the set designs and the, the cgi and getting in um high profile actors and actresses and stuff like that and getting them involved like john cena is not going to be on a cw show you know you're not right. going to get um uh jason momoa to come down and make an appearance on on arrow or on legends of tomorrow or anything like that but on hbo max where they can afford to bring him down there and even be for a five minute scene in a a, a show with uh, whatever his name is peacemaker like yeah that that will work out just fine and having robert pattinson do a whole series on hbo max yeah you can afford that on hbo max you can't afford that on cw no, even yeah, if, I mean, if it would bring in fans and stuff, like if if Robert Pattinson appeared in the P, uh, CW show, people would watch it. But would they watch it enough to make enough money to make up for paying him to be there? I don't know. No, and and I think so. Like they had, so they had Ezra Miller, like for a split second in the Flash, uh, the CW. Mm-hmm. Well, you wonder how much that cost them. <laughs> like it was, it was basically when they were they were doing like the crossover one, uh, with, when um, Arrowverse was end coming into end. Like they they were showing Oliver, uh, Queen dying essentially, um, and they ascent basically they showed like with with all the Earths, the different Earths. They showed Ezra Miller for like maybe five seconds. Like I said, you know, and who knows how much that costs them. So getting like a, someone like a Robert Pattinson on on network CW, 
Uh, like, I don't think, I mean, I don't know how realistic that is. And that'll probably cost them more than it takes to, you know, make one, you know, and like, who knows? I mean, I don't know how that would cost them. But yeah, like I said, you know, it, it makes sense why these shows are trying to get canceled. Like, they were, like I said, they were entertaining in the beginning. There's no, they were, they were very entertaining. Like, the first two seasons of Arrow were really good. Uh, they started straying eventually and, you know, sh- trying to get too much into that CW, um, like teen drama esque, which kind of ruined some stuff. Um, but like even like the Legends of Tomorrow, you know, in the beginning was really good. Like the Flash is probably the most popular one. Um, I was watching for like five seasons of it at least, like four or five seasons of it, four seasons maybe. I don't remember exactly how many seasons, but. Um, and I think also what hurt it too is that uh, the CW Arrowverse stuff is the pandemic. Um, that definitely did not help at all because they had to have like a layoff. Uh, they had to stop pr- production. Um, and that's probably also hurt. Like people probably forgot about the shows. Like, is this going to be on anymore? What's going on? Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that that's the end of the, the DC stuff. I know I, I accidentally skipped the Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse um, and we wanted you wanted to get obviously out your thoughts on that. They were changing the dates of when that movie's coming out to they changed it to June second, twenty twenty three. Um, right. Yeah. So actually, got to recall. Um, in case maybe you have forgotten, um, there are two Spider Man Into the Spider Verse right. movies coming out. There was Across the Spider Verse Part One and Part Two. Um, that were supposed to actually originally originally was supposed to come out in April of 2022, which would mm-hmm. have been last month. Uh, so if the pandemic didn't happen and everything was a perfect world, we could have actually watched uh, the second Spider-Verse movie by now. But uh, it was delayed until I believe it was December. And now it's been delayed again, as they announced at CinemaCon. Uh, across the Spider Verse will be coming out on June second, twenty twenty three, and they've also decided to rename the movies because it's now just Across the Spider Verse, and then the movie after that will be called Beyond the Spider Verse, and that movie is coming out as of now, March twenty ninth, twenty twenty four. So Across the Spider Verse, summer twenty twenty three, Beyond the Spider Verse march 2024 so hopefully that means that they're just going to knock them both out at the same time and then the second one won't be delayed uh or should say the third movie in the in the franchise won't be delayed greatly if they just do it all at the same time yeah um that's definitely true i think it's it's kind of weird because they, they 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 had it all planned out and it was qu- kind of quickly announced that they changed the dates. It wasn't like it wasn't like you know a long process had been set in stone and everything was going to be coming and being done, and then they pushed it all of a sudden like we were expecting in December. Um, obviously, the first layback because of the pandemic, but like you said, the December release, mm-hmm. um, them changing it, pretty. Pretty good because the trailer came out what? It was December when they dropped No Way Home. Yeah. No Way Home, right? So, Uh, um, around that time. Yeah, like a week before. Right. Like around that time. It was, I think I remember watching the trailer when I went to watch No Way Home. Right. 
um, mm-hmm. as well. Because um, I think I had seen it before that, but then I remember watching it at No Way Home as well. But yeah, they they definitely changed it up pretty quick. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't think there was any issues as far as like production the second time. I don't think there was anything like that creative issues or anything. I think they're just probably trying to make it a little more like make it more sense timeline wise. So um, that's about all we have. I think there was one question. I think Nomad had, do you guys think they'll ever do a planet Hulk? Um, I, I think there's being rumored that they have, I mean, it's, it's very loose rumor it's not like a you know confirmed rumor like confirmed or anything but that's what they supposedly want to do uh after she hulk like they want to do an they actually want to do a standalone hulk movie which will be the first time Mm -hmm. in a long time that they do a standalone hulk movie i think the Um, rumor is that it's actually going to be world war hulk and not um oh is that world war hulk yeah i think i think not planet hulk but it'd be world war hulk um, not oh, that okay. I mean, it's just it's not that I mean again it's just a rumor code we don't know what they plan on doing but it does make more sense because for planet hulk he'd have to get kicked off the planet some reason they already did that and, oh yeah uh, the planet hulk, planet hulk is already rag that was that was part of ragnarok yeah the mm-hmm. uh, this planet hulk storyline you're right. So yeah, they'd have to make something happen where he gets pissed off. Maybe he finds out that Betty is dead because uh, they haven't used that character since uh, 2008 or 2009. But um, maybe he finds out Betty's dead and uh, he gets pissed off. And there goes World War Hulk and World Breaker Hulk comes along. Um, so that would work out just fine. It's just whether or not. Um, I forget who has the rights to him. I believe it's Columbia, Columbia Pictures. Something. Do they like still that. do they still own his rights, or did they that transfer over to Disney because Disney's no, they, that's, be- that's why they don't have any solo Hulk movies. It's not because they don't want to make Hulk movies. It's because Columbia doesn't want to be like Sony and be friendly. But they are still allowed to use Hulk in ensemble movies like the Avengers and stuff like that. But they they won't allow for a Hulk movie. Um, so I believe I believe it's Columbia, but I, I can't remember exactly the, the studio that has his rights. Because they have this, I believe they also have uh, Namor's rights as well. Namor, yeah. Uh, you mean Prince Namor? Yeah. Yeah, because he's supposed to be in Black Panther too. Um, right, and that would be like, I would assume that would be considered like an ensemble movie because it's not a Namor movie, you know? Yeah, so I mean, they were saying that the, supposedly the leak was that it's supposed to be a big Phase Four title, um, but it was kind of like in a 4chan post, and anonymous user posted a number of alleged details about Marvel's still unconfirmed World War Hulk adaption. So, according to the user, the project will split the World War Hulk storyline into two movies, with the first following with Fellows. Bruce Banner as he journeys into space to find his son Scar. Um, so supposedly he's supposed to have a son. Um, I wish they could fit that in because we don't know what happened in those years with Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Like he was on that planet, um Sakar, uh, he was on that planet for multiple years. 
Um, so he's supposed to go look for his son Scar in the dip, in the second adaptation, and allegedly features appearance from multiple MC heroes, um, where they try to go and kill the Hulk because he's gone way out of hand, um, essentially, and that's something that they're deciding to do. That's supposed to be the World War Hulk storyline, essentially. Um, so yeah, and the rumor is like the heroes for the second film were supposed to be like She-Hulk, Captain Marvel, Captain America. Well, Anthony Mac- Mackie's Captain America, not uh, Chris Evans, obviously. Uh, Doctor Strange, Hawkeye, War Machine, uh, Yelena uh, Bel- Belova, which is uh, Florence Pugh, that's um, Black Widow's sister, um, Cersei. Uh, from the Eternals, uh, played by Emma, uh, Gemma Chan, Black Knight. So yeah, that's a, supposed to be like the loose rumor that they're gonna do. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting because like you don't, really, you never really hear how long they want to, like how long um, Mike Mark Ruffalo wants to do the Hulk. You know, like is he does he is he like. Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, where he's getting tired of doing this role. He's never, you know, you never really hear about him a lot. Like, you know, you hear about Chris Hemsworth where he says, I'm I'm open to do this movie or be Thor as long as they'll have me. Essentially, he's he's not backed out of it. Um but like Mark Ruffalo hasn't, I don't think he's they ever really like his contract isn't up anytime soon. Like obviously he's gonna be in She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's by the way, it's Universal Pictures that owns the cinematic rights to right, okay. the Hulk. Okay, I I didn't know that. I thought I thought those tra- rights transferred, but it makes sense because uh, the Hulk, the one with Ed Norton, is not on Disney Plus, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, even though even though that movie is part of MCU, um, like Spider Man, all the Spider Man movies, none of those are on Disney Plus because they're owned by Sony. So um, it makes sense that I never, I never really thought of it because I guess they haven't really, I guess because it makes sense because they haven't been like a big thing in the news about them fighting over the rights like Sony and um, Disney have because they want to, you know, make a new deal for Spider-Man and make money out of it. I mean, I, I guess a good thing is at least, at least Universal isn't doing goofy things with the Hulk like Sony's doing with Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean. it's like we're like that's like honestly a relief thing. Like even if they don't want to play ball and uh, again I, I know like but that's part of the reason why Sony is doing what they're doing is because they know at this point especially with uh the, the way that uh Tom Holland has publicly expressed and everyone would totally uh cancel basically sony if they try to pull him directly out of the mcu and do what they did with vulture and just pull him out of the mcu and start making sony spider-man movies with tom holland uh that they can't do that so they're trying to build out with what they have with all of these other sony spider-man characters if universal were to do that it wouldn't go well especially at this point and, and what's weird about this, uh, the whole contract is that they can, Marvel still can use the Hulk. They can use Namor and whatever other characters are included. I, I don't believe there's that many outside of that, but 
they can use them. They just can't use them in a movie that is led by or titled with Hulk or Namor or something like that. But I mean, I guess they can use She-Hulk no problem. Or maybe it, it could. It might even be just a movie thing where She-Hulk can have a TV show because it's on TV and not a movie that Universal can't really combat it. Yeah, this is like a really weird contract that has these different things that it's really unique to Universal and Marvel because it's not the same way with Sony. It's not like everyone has the same kind of contract. So that's it's just a weird situation. Right, right. So, yeah, we'll see. Like, I mean, you know, they've, they've talked about... And obviously, like, the storyline itself um, could be much different. MCU could do a much different excuse me, uh, storyline, because obviously Civil War storyline is a lot different in the comics than what they actually ended up doing. Um, Like, very, very different. Obviously, the basis of them fighting amongst each other is still, uh, like, it is, in the comics, it is Captain America's side versus Iron Man's side. Um, But, like, everything that happens is very, very different in the comics than it's what they did in the movie. So, it doesn't mean that they have to do it the, what, what the actual comic book did doesn't mean that's what they'll go with or I mean as far as the actual storyline is concerned but we'll see um any final thoughts on all the stuff we've talked about here before we uh wrap up yeah just like reading comments like uh with muck muck saying with Mark Ruffalo plays a cheesy Hulk is a dark character I agree at the same time Mark Ruffalo hasn't had a solo movie, so we haven't really had an opportunity to see him explore the character that way. So, I mean, we've only seen we've seen him quite a bit. Age of Ultron, that was a little dark. We've seen uh, Ragnarok and and Endgame and stuff, but we really just haven't seen the Hulk movie. So, with Mark Ruffalo specifically, and I do like Edward Norton's version of the Hulk um, quite a bit, actually, but. Yeah, I yeah. like that movie. I, I really like that movie. Yeah. I liked it a lot, and apparently people hated it. Like, what? Like, why? It was a good yeah. movie. Yeah, I <laughs> thought it was good. I really liked it in the fight with uh, Abomination. Right. I, I mean, I, I get why they moved on from Ed Norm, because I, like, there's a lot of rumors that he's a very difficult person to work with um, and on set and stuff like that, so they wanted to move on from him in that regards. But, like, I thought he did good. And I think he, like, he, he looks more like an a Bruce Banner than Mark Ruffalo does too. Like, like right. that skinny nerdy looking look. Um, and then obviously he's supposed to be a complete opposite of the Hulk is supposed to be complete opposite of what he is. But yeah, I thought like, I really enjoyed it. I was, it was a lot better than, than the, what was it? The Eric Banner one though, which was just a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. That one was just dumb. Um, but yeah, um, I, I don't have any other final thoughts. Um, Obviously, as always, please uh, check out our past shows that we've done. There's obviously so many. We really appreciate guys like Cliff, Nomad, Matt, you know, jumping on with us here uh, and and interacting and uh, with us in general. Like, if you guys have any ideas or thoughts on things that you want us to talk about, obviously, I know you guys have many recommendations. I know um, the Obi Wan show is supposed to be coming. At some point, I'll probably watch that. I don't think that's supposed to be connected to the other stuff. So that might just be a solo show on its own, which I'll probably watch, check out. Um, I know a lot of Star Wars fans um, within within uh, 
within people that listen to us. So definitely, yeah, we'll we'll try to do that. But yeah, like I said, check us out, our other shows out. Check out everything that you that Barroom Network does. I know with the Bears, uh, the draft, the recent that there a lot of great um, content that they did. Talked about each prospect that the Bears drafted and all the various stuff. Obviously, the baseball. There's a couple of baseball shows on there. I do a Bulls podcast on the Barroom Network called Bulls Gold. Check that out as well. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you again for li- tuning in to us. Uh, from myself and for Carl, we'll see you guys next time. All right, have a great night.